And I'm so tired. Yeah, all I need is good vibes. Shit ain't right on this side. All my niggas dying and the president be lying. I got Zop and this raw. Wanna fly? Put this outside in the sky. That's cool. Shit ain't right on this side. All my niggas dying and the president be lying. I got Zop and this raw. Wanna fly? Put this sneaky shit in there. He stepped this in there. Um, this past Friday. I see a lot of HPs. I see a lot of Rolexes. Instead of getting bombarded by all the artists that you could get, I wonder how long he had to deal with that, like getting called whale. I can't lie. When he when I first got hip to him in college he was well to me for like i, I gave it a week no, for fine. for me it was like oh oh it's oh, no. not see the the first week i think is that's fine you're figuring out who the artist is and all this other shit but i know this motherfucker was like going to concerts like i love whale and it's like yo what the fuck like you pay money to be here uh connor like black is <laughs> six lakh for the longest or six lakh I respect his take on it. Cause, you know, some artists, you know, and and, and justifiably so, because you know you don't want body fucking up your name and shit. But he's like, bro, the checks clear the same, so right. I don't fuck what you do. Whatever say. y'all saying, that's exactly what I'm gonna be as long as you streaming. Yeah, like I like motherfuckers can call me like actually, hey Chad, like sure, yep, yes, <laughs> whatever. I'm gonna say hello. Yes. That's me. Yep, that's, that's definitely who that's, I am. Yep, that's that's me. definitely I'm who the, I am. I'm that guy. So here, here we are, Just a Dope-Ass Podcast, setting the good vibe for you this week. Hi, everybody. Welcome to a nice, wonderful Thursday evening episode of Just a Dope-Ass Podcast here with me, DC, a.k.a. King Carter. What's up, people? Oh, I got people in my life. I'm fucking cool today. They'll be gone for five minutes, but thank thank the two of you. (laughs) He didn't recognize that that was... When he's supposed to introduce himself. Oh, yeah, it's me. It's TJ. Um, Chad Awesome. All, the other half of Just a Dope-Ass Podcast. We're getting it. We're, I was getting there. You got it. You got it. I was got doing it. This, this Just in stuff. case there's, like, new listeners in Africa that are, like... Yo, I'm not going to lie. That, big, I be, that, like, when I look sometimes on... Uh, I think I, like, I, I, like, I'll check, like, the SoundCloud mm-hmm. or whatever, like, little stats. And then, like, every time we get, like, oh, you got two listeners and fucking, uh, I don't know... Um, Australia, I'd be like, oh, my dick just grew three inches. I'd be like, it's some, but we had these guys, you know, that's not even the right fucking accent, whatever. You gotta, gotta be a little bit, a little bit grungier, I think. Like, we had these guys. Yeah, it takes me a minute to hear, like, I don't use that one enough. I have to, like, hear it. It's like, I need a jump start for Australian. And I don't want to always sit here and start with, like, crikey. Cause then it's like, I mean, it's, like, uh, it might be something similar to that, just a little you know, bit. Uh, eh, maybe. I don't know. But yeah. They like you know. Anytime you get one of those, be like, "Oh, nigga, we up." It's yeah, a motherfucker. It's a, it's a yeah, bad bitch yeah, in my yeah. mind. It's a bad bitch in Switzerland. They'd be like, "You got two listens in fucking Switzerland." I'm like, yeah, it's big white titties fucking with the gang, nigga. Like, yeah. I don't know who they are, but I want to go to Af- New America and just listen to their show. And yeah. I wonder what they're doing. You know, you 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 can go. Come on, yeah, come on, come on sitting, down here. Know, we sitting up here. Uh, I don't even know fake sick. Are we sick anymore in California? Like they broke the, they left the shit in L. In LA. Here's my hot take. 
Here's my hot take because I just feel like everybody should get hate equally. I feel like the left is like we're gonna we're gonna rush this shit because we want to be the ones who killed Corona. I don't feel like anybody's taking this shit right. I just feel like they're like, oh shit, Joe and this motherfucker, it's over. It's rap. It's rap. Everybody get outside. Pull your motherfucking titties out. Sneeze on bitches because it's cured. We're fine. I don't think nobody know what they're doing. I'm not saying it's no. not dangerous. I'm not saying it's the end of the world anymore. I just feel like don't nobody know what the fuck they're doing. Um, I'm gonna just get a hazmat suit with a dick imprint in it, and then you know I think I'll be fine. I'm just gonna continue to do what I've been doing because yeah. I mean I've been fine for this past year, so clearly I'm doing something right. Like I said my motherfucking antibody strong in this motherfucking nigga. Yeah. I mean I don't. <laughs> I had tough. not a sniffle, not a sneeze. If I did have something, it damn sure came and went without a hitch, and I ain't noticed it, so I think I'll be okay. I thought about that, too, but I don't want to have, like, I don't feel like having the Corona pod today. We've had those, but I do feel like it's, not that it's not a thing, but also I feel like, like everything else, there's extremes of all this shit, and I feel like we're somewhere in the middle. Like, I don't feel like it's fucking DEFCON 5 into the world. I don't feel like it's not a thing. I feel like it's somewhere in the middle, but... Nigga, the money's in the extremes, so. I mean, it's like the AIDS epidemic. Definitely something serious. Definitely something that you should be mindful of. But if if you're not out here fucking recklessly, do you really have to worry about catching AIDS? Like, if I know who I'm dealing with, I have somewhat of a good barometer on the people that I'm dealing with and who they're dealing with. I should be okay. You know, everybody's, you don't fucking know. And it's like, yeah, you don't. You don't know nothing for real. So does that mean that I prepare for everything that I don't know or that I just continue to move, like, cautiously? I got stoic dick. I'm going to throw a stoic line in there anytime I can. As you should. Yeah, this is non-emotional penis. I'm not just running around trying to fuck any and everything. So do I really have to worry about certain shit? You know, you, you know, you you pick good. Like, I'm not, you know, not... But once again, balance. You don't got to be like not knocking anybody's whatever. If that you know, but you don't have to be like super. You don't have to be super. I'm fucking just this one person since I was fucking fourteen, and we're just been together since high school. And you also don't got to be fucking. Look at these twenty seven bitches I had yesterday. You could just have. You know what I like. You know, well now we're getting to polygamy numbers. Like I like my three. I fuck with these three. Like I really fuck with these three. You know what I'm saying? It's my dog. It's my team. Fuck with these. I don't have to deviate. I feel I feel cool where I'm at. I don't have to add in. And if somebody can decides to subtract themselves or needs to be subtracted, then I have another spot open to figure out nice community. what I want to do. I'm not out here just like, oh, I had one yesterday, and I'm gonna get the next one tomorrow, and then the day after that, I'm gonna get hurt. Like, no, it's like I like my peace. So I may have, you know, somebody that I deal with at one point in time. I may have somebody else I deal with couple weeks later whatever the case is whatever you got a lot of flack in the film but kind of running like bleak bleak had two and things were good with those two and everybody was just kind of fucking with the thing i mean he ended up having i guess pretty decently happy ending more or less his downfall was of a shitty friend with bad money because fucked his lips up fucking giant was such a shit sorry go watch fucking mo better blues though it's really good film it is it is there's low-key there's been quite a few like black films that have done the whole like we are a thing thing yeah. like not just like me and my lady and i got a triangle love interest over here like no we we we's us mo better blues is up there like a movie that like 
Mobile the Blues is up there kind of like um, casino for me. Like, if it's on, I'm going to watch it. Like, and not just whatever, but I think it's good filmmaking. I think it looks good. I think the story is good. One thing I watched this week, like, a couple days ago, because I saw, like, a post about it. And, you know, it's always postable. It's always people posting it and, like, this is an amazing movie. I watched Love Jones because I didn't remember, like, why it's like, holy fuck, Love Jones. Okay, like, Neil Long, it's fucking beautiful. Like, just, that just goes without saying. Really good-looking chocolate people in there. They ha- they have, like, the great buzzwords that if you're, you know, super, like, I, I didn't even remember, like, in the fucking um, poet, 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 uh, fucking poem he was saying, he dropped, like, Ogun, Nushun, and shit like that. It was dope. It had all the blackity-black vibes. Aesthetically, it was great. Everybody in there can act like a motherfucker. So, you know, a nigga like me, I'm like, okay, all these are checks, checks, checks. So now I'm just going to pay attention to the themes and vibes of this film. It's a lot of horse shit. Like, it's just a lot of, like, relationshipy horse shit. And I don't even know if I could say, like, the fantasy of it. I'm like, this is all just... 90s relationshipy bullshit. Yeah, I'm like, this is just bad. Which like, is just the corniest of the corny. On well, all, no, 80s was worse, but... Yeah, I would there. say, like, on everybody. And I would just say, like, I feel like... You know, my usual take just to piss people off. Like, I feel like I like this movie because it really kind of, like, takes away accountability on a couple parties' parts. Like, it sells this vibe that you just run and chase a motherfucker. Like, I'm going to chase the motherfucker on the, on the motherfucking train. And it's like, but, you know, not to say anybody was, like, great in, the, in that film, but I was like, that was... There's there's showing your love. I'm not opposed to showing your love. I'm not opposed to fighting for the one for, you know, making love and... But I was like, that was kind of sucky shit. Because I was like, if, I, if memory serves, you know, you're dating this person. Y'all are figuring it out. Y'all are in a good space. And there's no quote-unquote titles and not to get away from the title space. But just you guys are figuring out. We love each other. We're fucking with each other. It's great shit. Then it's like, I'm going to go back to New York to find, you know, figure it out with my dude. And I'm doing this as a test to see if you get mad. Because if you get mad, then all of a sudden now you really care. As opposed to, no, I'm going to let you do what you want to do. I don't like it. And you knew I wasn't going to like it at first, but you're looking for attention and reaction. Then you go figure it out with the dude, figure out you don't like it. Come back, get mad that the nigga was dating somebody else, living his life. Then you fuck his homie or whatever. Maybe they didn't fuck, but they would, you start dating his homie. And then the nigga still has to go get her. That shit blew my mind. I was like, wait a minute. This shit sucks. Yeah, I was like, this is ass a little bit. This is, yeah, you know, like, not even on audition. It's just like, oh, no, everybody's in here is like just wild. This is wild, immature shit. Like, what the It's fuck? just a whole circle of irrational, immature individuals. But that, that kind of brings me to, to a little bit of a point. So just having conversations with clients and whatnot, like mm-hmm. helping them move through their relationships because I do do that in my therapy sessions that people can schedule individually with me. I do have the ability to help you figure out Fuck with what you're going to do in your situation. I'm not going to solve your problem, but I'll help you solve yours. Fuck. So anyway, talking to another client about, you know, their situation, like where do we end up figuring out, if our partner has addressed their insecurities and, and failures and they're lacking and they're bringing into a relationship where they're ending up being the bully. And how do we address that for somebody that's being more passive or we're not assertive? 
So I'm not assertive and I've had a history of traumatic situations where I've not been assertive. And now I'm in this situation where I'm also not being assertive because that's part of your history. You may not have recognized it, but I'll help you figure that out. Mm -hmm. I've chosen somebody that fits into my past negatively and it's having a negative reaction on me and this relationship. Like they're lacking accountability to go with the whole mm-hmm. Love Jones situation. And they're not even realizing that there's something for them to be accountable about. Whereas I recognize it, but I'm not being assertive enough to say, yo, this is bullshit. I'm not about to continue dealing with this. Now, I know where I'm headed. I like you know where I'm headed to. Um, cause, head on, you know, head on, head on. Yeah, because, you know, like as I go along this journey, even me picking my particular concentration is focuses you my nigga like you are my client i'm gonna focus on you and if i'm talking to said client or shit if i'm that person i have to kind of get comfortable with they're unaccountable they're an ass they're whatever what the fuck am i doing that i'm consistently you know gravitating these people if i'm if i'm recognized now that i'm passive right then i gotta kind of get comfortable with you know i need to not i I shouldn't say because i do that sometimes too like um is if I notice that this is a struggle, you kind of do the dance between am I enabling bullshit behavior or am I actually letting myself sit in something that'll help me grow because it feels bad because I don't like it or I don't necessarily like this person or I don't like the situation or this job or whatever. So it would be on this, this, I guess, client to be like, all right, this person sucks. Now, if you're going to change this behavior, do that. Because there there is a side, I don't always be like, you know, fuck this person, jump the gun. There is a, potential to you sit here you change your behaviors and then that person kind of might be a you might be a catalyst for them to fix their own shit but you know you might fuck around you know you sit in a relationship or sit in something for years and this motherfucker you just battling the whole time so it would be more so like all right why are you so passive we got to kind of unravel that and we got to kind of get you some got to get you a little bit of balls you might not need to be fucking conan but right we gotta get you a little bit more balls because you 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 know you can be you can be an assertive doesn't mean doesn't mean be rude doesn't mean be whatever but you assert that I'm not a fan of this that we're doing and you know have that conversation now if you're dealing with somebody who's like first of all motherfucker they get like loud or aggressive or abusive now you have full range to go oh no no now I can really dip because this is not us having a conflict this is this person trying to bully me now yeah now you recognize this bully shit now you should step. Now, if you guys are like, well, I don't see it that way. Oh, now we got room to have the conversation. Right. And even that, y'all, if y'all come to a disagreement and it's a disagreement on something that then I shit, I even because it's sometimes we be like, well, you need to let that motherfucker go. You might need to let that motherfucker go. I just like promoting this. I don't feel like people say this enough. You might need to let that motherfucker go now. You might need to go do you for a while. And I don't mean go fuck the world or you might deal with somebody else and learn something new. But you just might need to separate, right? grow, literally focus on the growth and focus on self and focus on I fucked up here. I gravitated this to me. Get a little holistic if you must. I brought these energy to me. And then you kind of, and then you bring it back and be like, OK, I'm here. Or, you know, maybe don't bring it back because in my experience. If I'm just like, I don't dislike this person, I don't hate this, but we're not in a good space right now. Nine times out of ten, it's come back good, whether that's friends or whatever. It's just right. this blew up here, 
and I just need to kind of let this do its thing and it'll come back when it's supposed to if both parties are kind of willing to be like, okay, I'm, I'm willing to make this make sense when it's supposed to make sense. Now, for that approach, you have to have some sort of investment or pride within yourself, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. So going with the, the correlation of the Love Jones situation, here's where I think the stereotypical man within a love situation is we don't have enough confidence within ourselves to not do the chasing. Now, I got something that I saw, cause I saw a post, <laughs> but finish. So I, I say that because like stereotypically women like an aggressive man that's going to pursue and show interest in this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. That sounds great on paper, but most of the guys that are going to full throttle do that, they're either doing it because they are super infatuated with you and don't really know what they're getting into, which is not healthy and it's not going to turn out well because I'm getting into this for you for my own gain. Ego. Big time. Not because I really know you and want to be with you. I'm doing this because you look like something that I really want and I'm going to go for it. Or ego. the other side of ego, which is me, big dick man. Me going to get bitch because me want her and me want pussy now. Insecure. Definitely. But those are the people that are going to spearhead this chasing mm-hmm. and this pursuing. A more healthy man is probably, in my opinion, going to take his time with their pursuit because I want to know what I'm pursuing. But that is extremely counter to the stereotype of what a man should do. And that also on the flip side, this is where I might try to pull this together. It requires the other party. You got to give up some ass, real ass, not that shit under your skirt. You have to, you have to put, you have, yeah, you got to start putting some, some, some dog in this fight. Some vulnerability. Yeah, not that check, not that checklist, or you know, I, um, you know, I showed up like no, nah, like you have to really be vulnerable, and you have to, you know, it's all give and take. Like as much you know, niggas talk about like you talk to a bunch of women but you're good with to some degree the rejection of like you know i don't want to do that or i don't like you like that or you got to come at this a different way and so on and so forth like fucking even in the movie like hit on her and found ways to go talk to her which even border on fucking stalking because that shit was weird but anyways um that type of energy is which also is just weirdly counterproductive you want this type of energy but if some motherfucker did that shit that's fucking creepy. Anyways. You want it from who you want it from. You don't but want on, it from Yeah, everybody. on the flip side, that type of energy has to be given to get what you want. And the risk is a nigga go, I need you to go home because I just, I'm not really feeling it right now. Right. And it, you know, <clears throat> for women, it'd be like, I never motherfucker, you know, and there are, I guess, you know, we're different creatures, but there has to be a balance in how this shit has worked out. Now, whoever nigga you fuck with or whatever, you know, works within your realm, cool. But, I was I I saw a post earlier this earlier like two or three days ago and actually made me write this and it was just like um it was something along the lines of like sex hit better when like love's attached to it or whatever and that sounds great and that's true you know when you're making love and you love this person and it's you know all that shit you know all that fucking shit like it's great it's cool but i just kind of that made me think that you know when you talk about like even that statement like it's to get this pussy to get access to this act of sex there needs to be love attached and there's there's parameters and steps and things to get the pussy 
And then there's things to keep getting the pussy because you have to continue to maintain this feeling. Right. But this there's an argument that love and affection and my time is <clears throat> infinitely more poignant, more important and more poignant than just this pussy than, than just sex. But there aren't all necessarily all these parameters. And this is also on men. There aren't all these parameters to get my love, my time, and my affection that you can just show up, fuck me and kind of be around. Right. And now you have access to my love and my time and all this other shit. But a nigga put the parameters up like, yo, I, you know, you need to do this, this, and this like the same, the same parameters and effort and all this stuff it is to get pussy. If a nigga said this is the same parameters and effort that it takes to get my love, the world would implode. Like that's exactly where I was going to go with it because you, you incorporate, there has to be love for you to get pussy. That's great. But I need you to understand that you giving me pussy does not mean that you love me. It does not explain that you love me. It does not show that you love me. It means absolutely nothing when it comes to you actually love. Who am I? You're putting this thing and dangling this carrot in front of me to say you have to do this to get that. That's great. But this is what you say it needs to be here. And my carrot over here is an apple. And you ain't even paying attention to my apple or acknowledging that it's an apple. You keep focusing on your carrot. If we gonna swap, that means we both have to take it off the wire, stop dangling it and say, hey, this represents control, which goes back to the movie. I'm doing this because I want to see how you're going to react. That's control. Yes. I can only fuck you and give you some pussy if you love me or whatever. That's control. There's a lot of relationship dynamics that we end up putting ourselves into based on fear and control. Men don't have enough nuts sometimes because we are worried about losing control. Now, granted, I'll say this in any type of relationship, there is no control. You shouldn't be focused on who has more control over what. This is a partnership. We both should be working together. But when you come in with your insecurities, you're figuring out how to keep yourself protected and safe. So I have to control this situation Mm -hmm for me because I need some sort of reaction or action that's going to validate what I need to make my own decisions as opposed to just being comfortable enough to say this is what the fuck I feel like doing and I'm going to approach it authentically also this is what the fuck I feel like doing and my favorite line is like understand why you feel like doing it don't just this is what I do you know you could take a day or two or whatever and just sit back and why the fuck do I like doing that is that authentic but that's another conversation I had a question and I feel like I know the answer but I just like to Put it out there for you and for you guys. Something yeah, let's to, let's let's let the people hear this what's, question. What's that, that thing? You know, they got to chew that fat. <laughs> now, understanding that I would never just be arrogant enough to be like men understand women and know what all the women want. But I would say that because the dynamic is that men chase women in always romantic, that men understand women enough at least to get things like pussy, at least to whatever, whatever, to kind of get reactions and things out of women. Because they do a lot of chasing. Would you say that on the flip side, that women, because of these dynamics, are at a disadvantage? I don't understand these niggas, but you don't really try to. Understanding doesn't just necessarily mean like putting them in a box like, I understand a rabbit is a rabbit. I don't hate the rabbit because it likes carrot. This is what this creature is. And I enjoy these creatures. I like these creatures. So in order for me to interact with them, I need to understand how and what, you know, how they function, how they show affection, how they whatever. So in the pursuit of like love or time, right? It's not about dick. It's about whatever. Or shit, maybe in pursuit of dick. Like, 
putting yourself in a position where you go get this thing and right. not wait for this thing <clears throat> to show up on you. That requires that you develop skills as, you know, motherfuckers like, I'm a hunter, but, you know, you're a little hunter-ish. You know? I would say, first off, in my perfect, honest opinion, nobody's approaching relationships for love. You don't know this person to know that you're you're approaching your insecurity that says I need to feel loved and hopefully I can get this need met from somebody else, preferably this person. <laughs> the entire like I'm dating to like, um, what's that? Line? The entire like I'm dating to marry, I'm dating to love. They all are like standing outside with pitchforks and spears. They can be upset all they want. You're you're dating with the intention of getting your own selfish desire met. That's what you're doing. I'm dating with purpose, with intention to you're dating an idea. Makes sense. You're not dating a person. How can you have an end goal with somebody that you do not understand? I think that's the silliest thing on earth. Now, that's just my take. You don't have to agree with it, but I'm dating. So, so every, is, that not, is that not dating with like, what's I said? Like, you know, dating with intention. You know, you have to intention manifest. And in you can date, that, but your intention has to meet the levels. If I'm just now getting started to date somebody, my intention shouldn't be I'm dating for marriage. So let's make sure we're on the same page about that. That's a bar. My intention is to get to know you as an individual so I can see if that's the path I want to go to. I said that I've always said like I'm open to wherever this and it you know, and I understand that there's motherfuckers who say that shit deceptively, but I really mean like I don't have a problem with whichever way a situation goes. If all we do is fuck, that don't make you bad or make you a hoe. That just means our relationship is is uh, is is as such that we hang out a bit, we have sex, cool. Right. If we're cool and weird and we are like developed enough for it grows, then I'm open to that too. But sometimes I kind of agree with you to it to an extent that putting that intention on it puts pressures and puts a lens on the thing, and it's like, well, shit, man, like that's how you end up, you know. You know, you end up be like, I don't know how the fuck we was together ten years because you was trying to make it something, right. or whatever. And now everything, or now you know, you got rid of it, but now you off relationships because you didn't let it just be. This was a pop Warner football relationship, then that's all it was at the time, and you wanted it to be the fucking Super Bowl. And now that it blew up, you think you lost the Super Bowl. You just lost a pop Warner game. That's it. That's all you did. But you're so focused on trophy that you bypass the members of your team, how they play, what the scheme is, learning how to get them to play together, learning the other teams that you're playing, so on. You forgot all these other different dynamics because I'm focused on getting this trophy. I want this trophy, and I'm ready to have this trophy. How do you know? You've never had it before. You don't know what comes with it. Well, that made me think like you've had big parties, Things where the, where, the, where the light was all on you, which is basically all a wedding is, because that's what motherfuckers be wanting to want the wedding. But it's validation. Yeah, I've always been like, a wedding really should be nothing more than icing on the cake. I knew I loved you. I knew you was my best friend before we did this shit. Right. If we never did this, not to say not to do it, but if we never did this, it wouldn't, it shouldn't shake anything in this motherfucker. You're really my friend. Like, Oh shit, like that's my dog. That's my best friend to hang out with. And that's another thing. I like saying best friend instead of like love of my love. No, 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 no. That's supposed to be your best friend. Like, what's up? Like the same 
Yeah, I got like you know, and looking at love through different lenses, I feel like like the same energy you give your best friend. Like, I just like, I like this person. Right, being likable. I've said that's been a thing. You motherfuckers be like, I'm so. Lo- you're not a. Are you a likable person? Does this motherfucker like you? Do you? Do you fucking like you? Like, right. If you were to hang out with you, would you be like, I like me all the time? No, you suck. You talk too much or you're an asshole or you fucking don't do anything. You're a bum. Like you really don't. You're not fun to talk to or you don't say anything. You just sit here and like, you're not cool. Like, right. But to like somebody, you have to understand them, which means you have to take the focus off of you to learn this other individual. Because relationships are about giving. Because relationships are about giving for the most part, because you're going to receive in return anyway. But like I said, most people approach relationships Paradox and dating, fuck. No, I think about that. dangling the carrot. I'm holding the string. I control whether or not. Oh, got to be quicker than that. Like I'm doing this for on my own validation. And not once am I realizing that my approach to this situation is all about me and not about you. Yeah. Which takes away my authenticity, which alters your authenticity. So this goes to the question that you were asking as far as people recognizing how to manipulate one another. That's what it is. Men know how to act a certain way to get pussy. Women know that men are trying to get pussy, so they act a certain way to make them work for it. It's manipulation. It has nothing to do with us learning one another. It has nothing to do with us being authentic and open and understand none of that. I'm just manipulating you to get what I want, and you're manipulating certain situations to get what you want. And at some point we realize, okay, we both gave each other something that we both enjoy, and this works. No, it doesn't. Because what did you really learn about this individual other than how they maneuver as far as trying to get something and getting through manipulation or utilizing manipulation to their advantage? That's all you learned. No, I've seen that. I mean, you know, you are constantly growing and learning and and things like that. But also like this, I don't even know if I should say it's a good trend. It just is a trend that I've seen. Or if it is a trend, it just where you see people that I would say, especially like in our age group that, you know, you got married during the time when you're supposed to supposed to get married right and you're in a marriage figuring out who the fuck this motherfucker is next to you and it's like you don't know anybody thoroughly because people are ever-changing beings and whatever the fuck cover that disclaimer but you know you sitting there next to this motherfucker you you know six months a year into your marriage and go fuck you mean you don't like um blah 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 i've never liked that shit how the fuck y'all don't know that y'all are a year in marriage like Damn, I didn't even know that you had gotten fucking uh, touch funny. Or I didn't know that right. um, you had this, this, and this issue where your fucking was like that. Or you didn't like, like, all, like, damn, this is a big part of what I'm into. Like, this is a big part of my life, whatever, whatever. Like, so, you know, we don't have to be best buds, but it's like, you don't, you don't fuck with this at all. Like, cause I'm, I really fuck with this, like, heavy. And that's going to change. So sometimes because you, when it comes to a relationship or a marriage, I got my trophy, so I stopped paying attention. Well, you used to like such and such. Yeah, but I haven't liked it for X amount of time now. Well, when did this happen? Like, I didn't even notice. That's part of the problem. That's why we're having this discrepancy right now. I was watching, I forgot the name of it, some new new black movie that takes place in New Orleans. They got like Wesley Snipes and T.I. and all these people in it. I'll find it later. But in the beginning of the movie, it has the main character and his lady. 
get married. Mm-hmm. Main characters, he's in the van smoking with his homeboys, whatever, kind of setting the tone for their relationship <laughs> before they go to get married. It's a small, like, poor Louisiana backyard wedding. Goes to the wife. She's in there, you know, getting dressed, comes out to her mom. Mom puts the pearls on her. She's like, Mom, were you happy on your wedding day? And she starts laughing. And she starts telling her, you know, don't worry about the happiness right now. Like, you'll you'll learn to appreciate certain things and be more happy with things later on. And I was like, that's mm. crazy how in, I'm assuming that movie is set, like, in now, like, 2021, 2020. Yeah, in the that, present time. The literal same statement that I would imagine somebody in, like, Victorian England going, look, you just, you learn to let a motherfucker, like, we need this marriage to get down. Like, it just doubling down to, like, this institution, while supposed to be about love, is about security. It's about security in the instance even if it's not financial security like security of identity security of i need to be a wife i need to be right. a husband by this time all these other elements as opposed to flat out just being about i want to do life with this person because you could have just done life with this person you could have made it work with anybody yeah you could do life like this doesn't it's not as about that as people say it's not to dis discredit or destroy marriage but i've seen people posting a lot of like the the stuff from like the drink champs post drink champs thing with with uh ace hood and he talks about marriage but i'm like that's not necessarily the institution institution is cool but he sounds like somebody where it was like marriage was almost icing on the cake he's like no this is my motherfucking dog right like he didn't say and he said it just like that like this isn't my home honeybee and i'm sure he feels like that they fuck it's fucking flowers and shit but it's like no this is really my dog like my nigga like we work out and shit we hang out and shit she also probably like they're also probably good at i want to fucking go and jump on the moon today and not even look at you and there's no like he don't love me or she don't love me it's just we are completely in tune with one another he want to go do an album wherever the fuck and i want to go do my fitness shit in la for two weeks and we cool right like whatever the fuck their dynamics are but because i'm secure and really understanding this individual to where i don't have to let any of my insecurities overrun our situation that also brings me to another situation or dynamic within certain conversations of somebody getting upset because you're looking at somebody else man like i know I know a few healthy marriages where they know each other's crushes. Like, oh yeah, I know she really in love with so and so, and I know she, I know she likes this type of man, this type of build, this type of so and so. Like, these are the type of dudes that she's attracted to. I know my husband. I know his type. I know the type of women he's attracted to. I know he be looking at so and so, this, that, and the other, blah, blah, blah. But we both know we ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. You can look all you want to. The only way I would ever leave you is if my number one, say my number one crush is fucking, my crush is Holly Berry. Her crush is is Morris Chestnut. Mm -hmm. If they walked in today and said, y'all divorce and come be with us, that might be the only way we both look at each other and be like, "Uh." but we have communicated that already. Other than that, we know I can look at a million other people and they could look 50,000 times better than you. But I know this is where I'm happiest and this is where I want to be. I'm a look because I'm just looking and I'm secure enough to understand that you're just looking, but you ain't going nowhere for other people. You get mad. And I saw someone else like talking about this on their podcast. 
Like, do you get mad at your man for double tapping and liking other girls' pictures? That's an insecurity thing. That's my ego. That's me interceding and my insecurities interceding into this relationship. Double tapping uh, Trey Song's shirtless, which I don't know, like to a certain degree. And then, like, I don't know if you're around. I don't know, a person. I can't even say, like, a woman or a man because I've had shit where, like, oh, would you want to fuck with her? But, like, nah, I think her titties look nice in this picture. But I actively have, you know, like, you can, I don't know, I don't know if it's older thing, I don't know if it's a personal thing, but it's, like, you can separate that I enjoy this visually. Right. I don't care for this person. Right. Or I might, in my mind, think I want to fuck this person or I want to fuck this person in this picture in this exact moment, but I don't really, nah. No. Speaking of Trey songs, like... It's yeah. a fucking hard segue. Are, 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 I feel like, are R&B singers tougher than rap niggas? I feel like R&B singers now, like there's a good argument that R&B singers I think are really the tough niggas and rap niggas are just kind of dudes. I think it's been that way since the 2000s. It might be before, because I remember hearing like a fucking shit on something I was watching where it was like known that like, you know, really nice dude, lovely singer, I want it, but they said, keep sweat, would clear the room out, you fuck with keep, like, be sweating, stomping your motherfucking ass. Right. Meanwhile, it's like, you know, and these niggas be really like, you know, maybe not by themselves, they be like two or three maybe with their family, and really be yoking niggas the fuck up. Meanwhile, you look at your favorite rapper who was in his whatever, ah, do this and this, that third to a nigga, ah, we whatever, and be windmilling when the motherfucker fight and shit, and it's like, yo, these niggas are not tough. Like, you know, you be sitting there and like, not to say like, not to shit on the hood niggas. I know it's niggas who are just flat out those dudes and are just stone cold killers. But I was like floating through Instagram. You know, you come across the MMA stuff. You come across like it was a page that was just dedicated to grappling. And it's like, it's motherfuckers on the block that don't even understand the power of grappling. And it is a motherfucker who is a bagger at sprouts. That will pretzel you the f- yo. Will just completely fucking fold you. Hey, what the fuck? You up here this talking about this on the gang and shit, and this nigga is you know getting his um degree in theater arts, and has fucking put your goddamn uh the back of your knee somewhere by your nostrils like right. And and it's not a hard segue because said hood nigga could be said. Woman or man, mm-hmm. I'm only throwing that in there because I don't want to piss certain people off, but I mean women. Oh, period. shit, not, not even <laughs> fucking Tybo women at they fucking yoga classes. Hey. Y'all don't got no wing. Y'all smoking blacks and shit and yeah, eating chicken I wings. Damn, that's even, remember that shit from fucking, what was that shit with uh, Queen Latifah? And she was like, one and two and kick this out. Sorry. It's yeah. okay. Get it out. Get it all out. But no, no, like the quote unquote women are in relationships are like the hood nigga where I think that. This carrot that I'm dangling and this title controls the relationship. So I think the fact that I'm dubbed the title of hood nigga and I got this gun that I can make anything do what the fuck I want it to do. But I'm not really understanding this person that's standing in front of me that I'm talking reckless to. I don't know that, you know, for for say for me, somebody that's been in MMA, done a little bit of wrestling here and there. I can look at somebody and be like, your stature tells me yep. you used to wrestle. Your body look like that. Broad shoulders, a little stocky. You like you. You're balanced. You know. Oh, or just how somebody gets ready to fight. I can yep. tell. Oh, you've trained. You know, you know some shit. So I'm a hood nigga. I ain't gonna. Nate Robinson. 
I'm black and I'm athletic. Yeah, you just there's just too many hood fucking fight videos out there. Where you put in, in niggas in their stance, I'm like, this only works because y'all fighting each other. And even then, it's trash. And even then, it doesn't work because you can see, oh yeah, he slammed the fuck out, but he slammed him because he made a dumbass mistake, and you were just smart enough within that one inkling to say, oh, I'm going to slam you because these hits wasn't landing. You throwing them wild as hell. You don't really know what you're doing, but. It, it correlates because we end up attributing a certain title, a certain lifestyle, a certain image with the validation of a certain result. Light bulb. Speaking of attributing, because I want to give this motherfucker their their, their due. Um, attributing a certain look to a certain type of certain type of issue, certain type of problem. Um, Chad Wheeler. Chad Wheeler is. An offensive lineman for the Seattle Seahawks, I believe. Yes. Used to be. And Chad looks like, you know, the usual carefree fucking lineman, bro. Hair flowing. And what Chad sometimes to certain people might not look like is a motherfucking abuser. Uh, Fucking just, I'd ball you up and just get to it. Now, if there's anything that comes out that, you know whatever but from what i've seen and from the pictures and from the stories it you know it seems like chad you know and there's you know you, there then there wasn't a lot of whoever first was the person to tweet about it like salute to them because you didn't see it on espn you didn't see it on the little ticker tank ticker things now i gotta hear about <laughs> fucking top tier wide receivers or somebody fucking smoking weed when they were fucking 19 in college so you know we could bring chad to the table you know, like we could bring all these, like you know, we gonna if you're gonna do it, fucking do it. I'm not really looking to ruin anybody's life, but I am. I've I've lived long enough to watch uh, athletes of color get crucified for sneezing. Right. So, you know, I just that had nothing to do with nothing. I just I frig, I remember it as in, I got notes today, bitches, <laughs> and fucking Chad, Chad, uh, look up Chad Wheeler, look up the case, you know, look up, you know, you feel how you feel about it, but. That should be out there. If for nothing else to be like, let's everybody, if if the motherfucking, uh, what's that shit called? The magnifying glass is out, bitch. I want that motherfucker on everybody. So that's it. Well, I'll tell you exactly how I feel about it. And this, I, I, he's saying go look it up for yourself. I'm just going to tell you because I feel like telling you and it actually fits into our discussion because it fits into relationship dynamics and control. Yeah. So, Said football player, white guy, lineman, brutally abused his wife, black woman. They don't want to put that on the news, especially right now, because we're supposed to be in a, you know, racially mm-hmm. unified situation since we have, you know, Agent 46 in office now. There's no more <laughs> racial tension. There's no more racial issues. We There's, did it, Joe. We did it. <laughs> we did it, Joe. <laughs> oh, my God, Joe, we did it. <laughs> no you didn't no you didn't so said football player abuses his wife like viciously yeah. supposedly the story is like he beat her lifeless and then sat there and finished his dinner next to her body as she laid there lifeless oh you read more than me i just i saw the pictures no no i i read the story oh, he beat her senseless she falls out on the table and he's sitting there finishing his dinner next to her Oh, yeah. yeah, fuck that. Crucify Chad. Then. But I will also say, here's where they're going to shoot him some bail, which is some bullshit, because supposedly he's bipolar and was off his meds. 
Now, as a mental health individual, I don't want to crucify somebody for their mental health sickness. But Kanye is bipolar as well and has gone off his meds. And the worst we get from him is rants and raves and Twitters. Not once has he ever said, I want to hurt this individual that I love. Nine times out of ten, I've heard, like, you know, things that they might worry about him hurting himself. Right. But no, like, yeah, I mean, like. But I, for I'm, this individual, yeah. he, he, he's he been off his meds for a little while now, and this caused him to be abusive. And we don't know. He also might be suffering with some forms of CTE. and But, like, no, nah, don't shoot him bail. He's been off his meds for a while now. Where was y'all at? I don't even if it's like, just been a week. If you're on meds and you're off your meds for a week, that alone is dangerous mm-hmm. enough. But here's where I'll say the dynamic of control. I get to give certain behaviors and do certain things within the dynamics of my relationships, and I utilize this carrot that I'm dangling of my mental health illness as something that's uh up uh, no, but see. I got this up. Oh, nope. Nope. You can't get mad at me because I got this right here. Nope. Remember, remember it's control, which is bullshit because deep down I've worked with bipolar clients yep. before. Deep down, they know right from wrong. Regardless, I'm having an emotional episode that doesn't take away my ability to discern right from wrong. Yes, I may react a certain way, which is a little bit uncontrollable, but beating somebody senseless is not an excusable behavior for people that are bipolar. If you understand bipolar disorder, you know that. I'm not here to be violent. That's not a regular thing that I'm doing. But don't use that as an excuse. One, don't sweep that story under the rug because it's a white NFL player with a black wife when we've had black NFL players just grunt wrongfully in the direction of said white girlfriend or white wife and now it's things on the front news and they got arrested and this that and the other blah 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 you're willing to cover that but this dude beat her senseless and ate next to her lifeless body yeah i'm like you know and not to say that he needed anything or whatever but if we if you throw ray rice away I remember that fucking debacle in the elevator, right? Like, yeah. you toss him, nigga, toss this nigga. Like, there should be just, like, you got one hole, this should be a deeper hole. Like, the the fucking li- beat you lifeless, that, she could have died. Right. Which well, like, she almost did. Yeah, that's... And that's how she ended up in the hospital. She yeah, almost died. Dude. They had to say, the, they had to save her life when they got y'all, there. Y'all understand, like, like, there needs to be the same, I need the same energy and adjectives that you hear when it comes, this giant... Just titan of a man with this demure, like, I need that shit because I don't care if you're, I don't care what, if you're on the smaller scale or whatever, like, there's no such thing as a small offensive lineman in the NFL. This is a giant human being. No. Like, a small and a small lineman in the NFL is still going to be my height. Yep. Or roughly 6'2", but you're still going to be at least 270. So even if I'm 6'1", 270, that's still not a small individual. You might be a nose guard or a center. Chad is 6'7". <laughs> Chad Wheeler is six foot seven inches tall. Right. Because like, he's a tackle. The tackles are the biggest because they're on the outsides. We are the tallest. We have the biggest wingspan. We typically can sometimes be the strongest as well with 
the exception of your centers because they're in the middle. They got to hold shit down. 306 <laughs> pounds. We'll put, I'm going to fuck that. 6'7", 306 pounds. This is a titan of a person. That lifts and, and works out on a regular basis. Yep. That for whatever reason, my bipolar told me to beat my wife senseless and got out on bail. What is what is another gargantuan? Like. Whatever it is, whatever whatever it is, it deserves to have it's, some public light. Nigga is Kong Godzilla Chad Wheeler, pretty much. Fuck that's that. that's how they need to put it out there. Yeah, but like I said, that goes back to the dynamic of controlling a relationship. To your question earlier, men knowing how to manipulate certain things to get what they want. If I'm knowing that I'm the breadwinner in this motherfucker, I'm bringing in millions of dollars, I'm doing my thing, you can excuse me putting my hands on you sometimes because you know I got bipolar disorder. You know I be... Fuck the bipolar shit. Y'all want to talk about the whole, you know, take care of me and, you know, not understanding that. I thought, you know, niggas would be back in that shit too. That's a power dynamic. Right. You you know, I want to be taken care of. You also want to be controlled too because I got the bag, so... Shut the fuck up. Or thinking that you can control the thing that is supposed to be taking care of you because that's also a control dynamic within relationships. Utilizing the verbiage of I'm looking for somebody that's a provider when really you just want somebody to take away your financial burden. It's lazy. But that's words that can be used as control. Or just like we discussed before, you're not ready to settle down. I'm not ready to settle for anything. Well, I saw some shit. We talked about that shit where it's like, I've seen like mad people be like, uh, bro's name is like Prince. Um, Nahasa Pima Petalo? Probably. <laughs> Prince Don, Prince Donnell, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen posts from his from like, I can't say everyone, but loads of women. And it was like, you know, I'm uh it's like marriage talk. It's, you know, like all the usual marriage things and it's like Stereotypical. this. Stereotypical. This is it. This is the, this is this is right here and it's just a bunch of, you know, whatever. And there was a tweet that went around that it was like um bro it says some shit about like, you know, like his lady is like his co-founder like basically promoting like this is a partner. Like I don't want somebody no man wants somebody that that they have to take care of. Like they don't like lazy women. They don't like women who can't provide, women who can't contribute, like nobody likes that. And apparently, you know, bro is clearly successful. I saw another post talking about like it was a breakdown. Dash posted a post from too. Like it was a breakdown about how like the girl social media and shit. But whatever he does, it's completely, you know, boom, nigga's successful. Like for whatever you feel. And like, and I've always thought about that. Like, and that's something that I've grew up watching, even like my parents being divorced, but like, in their heyday and like my grandparents like i've seen a number of relationships where it's like i get mine you get yours and now we can throw one shit in this big fucking pot as a unit as a team right as opposed to i can fuck how you cut it like that shit is just you being a kind of a lazy burden because i'm like i'm not the best washer but i know how to wash clothes definitely not the best cooker but that's not something that to me always correlates to oh um you do this and i do the rest even when it comes to the kid thing like I don't know what it looks like for a nigga like, well, you he goes to work and I take care of the kids. Like, the nigga comes home and just goes, get the fuck off me, expense. Like, no, I come home and I'm a father. Right. So what is the fucking what? Take the what? <laughs> Leave the what? Like, But that comes from focusing on a goal and a symbol 
as opposed to getting to know the individual. I'm focused on my ego, my selfish expectation of reaching said acquired goal as opposed to the flip side of that which you claim that you want i want a partner i can build with i want somebody that i can good you know what happens when you build with somebody you're right next to them working that also just seems like you know i I hear these conversations you know men always have you always hear like any pod show like a men a big man conversation is you know you have to have a purpose right you know you are you know you have your family you have whatever but it cannot almost it cannot stand in the way of your purpose almost to the extent of in certain certain extreme degrees like your purpose is whatever and that you know it gets into energies and what it attracts you but for the you know just for the sake of argument just talking like the flip side is like no you woman you can have a purpose too right like your purpose doesn't have to be being a wife like you have a purpose of being a fucking i don't know a doctor your purpose is being a fucking artist your purpose is being a fucking project manager for the biggest whatever firm company ever like i know that narrative is it's it's weird because it's like you look in some of these movies and you know the super corporate power woman is looked at as bad but it's like well don't be an extreme douche right chase your goal because i have a goal the idea is what am i trying to say like there seem there's always these narratives that yes you give up you sacrifice but there's always these narratives that you have to give up something for this whatever as opposed to why is there not a focus on integrating together we're doing a fucking merger of whatever like i have to give up this to do this or give up you to do whatever like why aren't y'all finding ways to integrate into each other's fucking goals and purposes and lives and all this other shit. Because like I said, most people approach relationships <laughs> to control. Said, Fuck y'all. <laughs> you bastards. People aren't approaching dating and relationships for this other person. They go learn to love them along the way. Learn to be happy along the way. That's what I'm going to do. But in the midterm or in the interim of figuring that out, I'm doing this to get my needs met. That's my approach. I'm approaching this starting off men and women. If you're approaching this like she fine and I saw that ass and I wanted, you know, if you had a Carl's Jr. burger and I wanted a piece of it, like, okay, that's great. Perfect analogy. It's the worst fucking day of my life. You know why? Because you were approaching it from a certain expectation that I think I'm going to accomplish. That ass. That's what I want. I bypassed all the other crazy bullshit that came with it. I just went with that ass. For her, I approached this situation thinking that you're supposed to be this way, not paying attention to how I'm triggering that or what you do or don't like or what you lack or what your strengths are. I just was like, I want to get to a certain situation and you better take me there. We're both approaching the situation to control one another to get something. And then you're left with, damn, you got a purpose? You got skills and talents I ain't even know. I didn't even know you wanted to do that. <laughs> like, I got here doing shit. You wanted to be somebody? Crazy. I just thought you wanted to get pregnant and have me put a ring on it. I didn't know you was like actually a person. Yeah, that's. I just thought you yeah. wanted to bust this ass open. I didn't know like you had goals and, and aspirations outside of just like paying the bills here at this house. Leads me to my quote for the day. A mental slave is a greater victim of bondage than a physical slave. Absolutely. When you are a mental slave to your insecurities, your biases, 
to this need to control things that are completely out of your control, to your ego, which can cause you to manipulate and to overlook and to downplay certain situations, you are going to be a slave to those situations within your mind. If you don't approach something with the intent to understand it, to to be better at it, to maneuver through and around it in a positive, healthy manner, you're going to be a slave to whatever your approach is. Or you're going to be too weak to allow somebody else to make you a slave physically and mentally to whatever it is that they're doing to manipulate you. Neither of which is healthy. So the takeaway for today is Love Jones is trash. (laughs) Why is Love Jones trash? Because it was a relationship dynamic that's built in insecurity and control. A lot of us, dating is trash for us because we're approaching it with a preconceived expectation that is based in our insecurity and control, as opposed to basing it in the intent of actually getting to know somebody authentically for who they are and releasing that expectation. But we love the trash. Even if it's not the manipulation part, I feel like also even if you ran into somebody who was like good and was like kind of maybe in your life to get you up out of that bullshit mindset if you're a slave to it you couldn't motherfucking you know what you say like you can leave a motherfucker to water but you can't make him drink right so yeah that shit's powerful um rest in peace to the queen mother Cicely Tyson that's um, right shout out to the reds that's that's like just fucking the reds Hollywood, are always doing something great Hollywood phenom amazing person amazing queen staple in black culture when it comes to cinema yeah, Cicely Tyson. Uh, that's it, man. That's that's one sixty in the books. Last Thursday for you guys, but motherfuckers is moving to Mondays, and uh, we'll still be hitting you across the head twice a week. Appreciate y'all listening. I am Chad Awesome. I am King Carter, and uh, we'll see motherfuckers on Saturday. I'll see y'all on Saturday afternoon, you bitch. Get you some jungle in your life. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>